Welcome to Sheikhing It Up with Sheikh Fayaz, your daily dose of spirituality this Ramadan. A'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem, bismillahir rahmanir rahim, wa bihi nasta'in, wa salatu wa salamu ala Muhammadin wa alihi at-tahirin. Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa alihi وتوجني بالكفاية وسمني حسن الولاية وحبلي صدق الهداية ولا تفتني بالسعتي ومنحني حسن الدعاء ولا تجعل عيشي كدا كدا ولا ترد دعائي علي ردا فإني لا أجعل لك ذدا ولا أدعو معك ندا The human being is consistently on a pursuit to find happiness at every moment of their life. We look for happiness in our relationships, in our place of work. We look for happiness at every waking hour of the day, and we expect to find happiness every night when we close our eyes before we go to sleep. This pursuit and this desire of happiness perhaps is innate meaning that regardless of where we come from, what language someone speaks, what religion someone grows up in, at the end of the day, we're consistently seeking happiness. And throughout life, we feel that happiness is going to be found in just about anything and everything that is immediately pleasurable to the eye. When we're young, we look for happiness in chocolate and in toys and in games. As we get older, we look for happiness in wealth and in food and in other things. This pursuit of happiness is essentially not wrong at all. In fact, there's nothing problematic with it from a religious lens. But at the same time, it's important for us to understand that happiness by means of these physical forms consistently and solely that attachment that immediately grows to them could potentially be harmful to these hearts of ours. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states within the whole Quran, وَمَا أُوْتِيْتُمْ مِنْ شَيْءٍ فَمَتَاءُ الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا He states, when we have given you something in this world, know that it is a pleasure solely for this world. Meaning that you're not going to be able to transcend the blessing and the bounty that you have just received to go beyond the physical, materialistic bounds of this dunya. Someone says, but when I'm seeking happiness, I'm seeking happiness in this world. So why is it that I should not find pleasure in the long term via this materialism that I'm given? It's important to go back to a conversation that we began with at the very beginning of these nightly discussions. And that is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us with the body and he has created us with the soul. We have a physical as much as we have a spiritual. And this body or the physical aspect is all of the pleasures that the body seeks toward attaining on a day or on a night or on any given moment. We also have this soul or the spirit that is looking for something that is a lot deeper than all of the desires that the body is consistently seeking. When I seek knowledge, it feeds me and it comforts me in a way that's very unique than any sweet or than any food would it during this course of the month of Ramadan or otherwise. When I'm in worship and obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the nights of Qadr 
that just passed us. That pleasure or that contentment or that happiness is a very different happiness than the happiness that I get from relationships or from making more money or whatever it might be. Yes, they both inspire a sense of happiness. They both offer a sense of contentment, but they are very, very different, not only in terms of how they hit the heart, but undoubtedly in terms of what benefit that it brings us in this world and in the next. Think about it. When we find something new that we were looking for in terms of knowledge, when we read a book, the contentment that it offers us, again, is very different in terms of the physical pleasures of this dunya because it's speaking to our deeper heart or deeper soul and it undoubtedly will illuminate through our body very differently than the way that I eat something and immediately thereafter I don't feel so great because I consume something that my body wanted but thereafter my body didn't take it so well. When you feed your heart and you feed your soul with knowledge or with obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there are residual long-term effects toward that sense of contentment and toward that sense of happiness. And during this holy month of Ramadan, the idea is to fill our hearts with as much of that contentment and as much of that happiness as we possibly can, such that it allows for us to continue to illuminate or give us the spark when we need to from this year until the next. And in these lines of Imam Ali Zain al-Abideen, alayhi salatu wasalam, we speak to this notion of what it means to seeking this sense of happiness and contentment with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He states, Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala. Once again, sending salutations and blessings upon the best of his creation and his family. We say, O oh Allah, crown us with sufficiency. O oh Allah, crown us with the sense of moderation. Because when I look to accumulate and I look for happiness or contentment in physical pleasures, food, sex, wealth, power, whatever it might be, all of those I will never, like we've said numerous time and time again, I will never find utter and absolute contentment in it. I'm only going to be looking for more. So oh Allah, make me economical. Make me responsible. Make me know that whatever I have is a gift from you. And make me not consistently be thinking about more and more and more. And the symbolism that the Imam salam uses, he states, وَتَوِّجْنِي he states, and crown me, because this gift, it allows for me to be a king. It allows for me to be a queen. It allows for me to be the royalty that is close in proximity to you. Because when I have you, and I'm content with all of the blessings that you have descended upon me, then there's nothing else that this world could ever offer me. And oh Allah, and offer me the divine support such that I am guarded under the most beautiful of protections. What exactly does this mean? It could mean that in this dunya, on a physical level, that we're in good company. We are surrounded by wonderful parents from when we're young, or we're surrounded by a great family as we get older, or we're in a community such that we're able to look over one another and guide each other toward equity, toward justice, 
toward compassion, ta'awanu al-birri wa taqwa, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says within the whole Qur'an, and join other in good deeds and in righteousness and in piety. Or it could mean that we're saying, Oh Allah, allow for me to be in the company, not in terms of this physical realm, but in terms of the spiritual realm of those who have wadaya over me and their utter and absolute authority. And that is Muhammad and Wa'ali Muhammad. Allow for me to be their followers. Allow for me to be loyal in their way. Allow for me to support them, to learn from them, to benefit from them. Peace and blessings be upon the Ahlul Bayt of the Prophet of God. We're asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to remain steadfast to their teachings and live a life that resembles their lives. Or it could mean, Oh Allah, that I'm looking for your, I'm looking for the shade of your wilaya. Oh Allah, I need your guardianship and I need your support. And I'm asking for you to put me on that path toward finding and seeking your happiness and your contentment only. وَحَبْلِي صِدْقَ الْهِدَايَةِ And O oh Allah, and gift me, and gift me guidance in its most pure and its most perfect form and variation. Everyone claims to be a guide. Everyone tells me that they're going to put me on the right direction. But sometimes things get confusing, as he mentioned last night. Sometimes things don't have a sense of clarity. And in those moments, I turn to you, and I trust all of my affairs to you, O Lord of the Worlds. وَلَا And O Allah, do not tempt me with too much. Do not tempt me with the plenty. In other words, we go back to that same distraction of this world, that of accumulation, that of wealth, that of too much consumption. O Allah, sometimes when I'm on this path toward your guidance, again, it presents itself. And that's the common theme within this du'a of Ali Zain al-Abideen alayhi salam. That consistently we are deceived by this dunya. We are deceived by all of its satanic tendencies. And no matter how many times I ask for guidance, there is always that temptation that seeks to push me away from you and distance me from my responsibilities to the Lord of the worlds. Which is why I need to consistently turn back to God. And turn back to God. And turn back to God. In dua. And in humility. And in pleading. Beyond this month of Ramadan. Such that we're consistently steadfast. On the path toward goodness. And righteousness. And O Allah in this path. Grant me ease. Because sometimes those temptations. And those distractions. They're really hard to rid my heart in my mind of. So I need you to offer me a sense of support. And O oh Allah, this life of mine, don't allow it to be filled with toils and troubles. Because that will again take me away from you. If I don't have to think about all of the trials and tribulations consistently that I'm bound by, then at least I will be in a state of obedience and humility and gratitude to you, provided that many a times those difficulties don't remind us of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In other words, that sometimes those trials and tribulations, they allow for us to get closer toward God, especially in a world where we're consistently in a state of His neglect. So we say, Oh Allah, 
that do not allow for my life to be consumed with these difficulties, such that I'm totally absent-minded and forgetful of you and only thinking about how I'm going to reconcile the affairs of my dunya. وَلَا And oh Allah, this dua that I've made during this holy month of Ramadan, this dua that I've made to perfect my character, don't allow for it to be rejected. Please listen to me. Please accept this from me. Again, in a show and in a station of humility to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَإِنِّي لَا أَجْعَلُ لَكَ For I've never allowed for anyone to be your rival. Meaning, oh Allah, I didn't worship money. I didn't worship property. I didn't worship things. I don't seek happiness or pleasure in anything other than you. You are the one that I exert myself in obedience to. وَلَا And I supplicate and I ask for no one else other than you. And again, the words of Ali Zain al-Abideen are the words of the great grandson of the Messenger of God. But when I read these words and I supplicate through the lens of Ahlul Bayt alayhim salam, I have to ask myself that same question. Have I ever rivaled with God anyone or anything? Have I ever sought happiness or contentment from anyone or anything other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? It's important for us on these nights of the holy month of Ramadan to make sure that our hearts are entirely and totally sincere in our seeking from God, knowing that He's the only one who can put me out of difficulties and He's the only one who can respond toward our requests. That if we seek from God sincerely and we know that everyone else is just a vessel toward getting the fulfillment of our asks or our requests, but the true foundation of everything that we're seeking comes from the Lord of the worlds, we're going to find that sense of happiness and that sense of contentment and that sense of pleasure in ways that we could have never actualized. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq. Walhamdulillah rabbil alameen. وَصَلِلَّهُمْ عَلَى مُحَمَّدٍ وَآلَهَ الطَّاهِرِينَ For more spiritual content year-round, follow Fayaz Jafar on social media.